Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. And the Soul Materials crew is back again. It's the podcast you cheer for. T Mark the Street Shark. And the OGEO. All right, we're here back again for some more sneaker business talk. Um, and uh, this episode, uh, we're really just going to give you our uh, just run down our, our most wanted list because we're always eager to see what's what's dropping. Um, and you know, we kind of already seeing some of the lineups for the uh, the winter and, and next spring already. So, um, you know, well, what are some things that we we know aren't coming out, but we want them to come out? So we just want to. Uh, uh, manifest that and put that out there in, uh, in the, in the world and see, uh, if one of our, uh, most wanted, uh, uh, sneakers actually, uh, makes it, uh, uh, to the day of light. Um, and, uh, maybe we'll show it off, uh, if it, if it comes out. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Um, so let, we'll do a little, uh, round Robin and add some, uh, storytelling to it because, uh, there's always a reason, uh, uh, why we like what we like, uh, with some of these, uh, um, uh, sneakers that we're going to talk about that, you know, it's like, yo, we got to bring those back. All right. So I'll let you kick it off. OG, uh, first round. What do you want to see back on the shelves? Well, Shark, I've learned from you. If you're going to shoot, shoot for the stars. And um, I'm going way out there because I know it's just going to be next to impossible, um, just given how times have changed and things have become more of a business. And rightfully so with companies, the cost of materials, and I get it, but in no rank whatsoever, the first thing that comes to my mind is the original SC Trainer High, Bo Jackson, black, gray, 34 on the back oh, with that right. with that suede upper with the carbon fiber on the sides 34 stitched that gray leather um that silver line on on the paint it was nothing like the quality of those man um being a 80s baby 90s teen um i remember being in dc there was a shoe store called snyder's that was at wonder plaza um at Howard University on that shirt right across the street from McDonald's. And um, I remember having that shoe in my hand and I was like, mom, please, please get next payday, next something. And um, I can tell you, I literally wore that shoe until they literally fell apart because the quality was so great on them. Um, the joints were just awesome. So if you guys can Google them. Um, they haven't retro them. We're talking about the retro them once. Um, but they put the Nike check in the back, but the quality was still okay. Um, you may find a pair on eBay, but yo, the quality of that shoe. And I think because now how materials are, we may have to pay maybe 250, 260 to have that shoe in that same way with those materials. I'm willing to pay that if you're going to give me that. But the bows that come up with out now, it's all nostalgia because of course the quality is not the same materials are cheaper. And um, that Bo Jackson number 34 black and gray, the original one out of sight, out of mind. I cannot wait to get that back in my hands if I can. Wow. Yeah. That original bows always stayed intact or whatever, but you know, those retros, you know, they crack on the first wear uh, straight out the box, unfortunately. So um, yeah, no, I feel you. Um, yeah. That, that was the, you know, that's the Tecmo bow uh, uh, days. Um, so um, that's all good. Bring it back. All right. So I'm up. Um, 
So for me, uh, one, and this actually be a namesake for the history of our podcast as well, um, is, is a shoe um, that was donned by Chris Weber. All right. Um, and we talked about in other episodes that he's worn multiple brands. Um, so this one is um, his uh, first, what you would have called his signature because he, he promoted it and, and, and was the face of this shoe and you had the commercials for it um, um, and all the uh, advertisements. And that would be the Fila Flying Fortress. All right. <laughs> You know, so in those shoes, you know, with the Grant Hill days, you know, it, that was kind of the late 90s bulk bulk shoe uh, um, as far as how hefty those midsoles were. But I'm going to tell you right now, comfort, that, well, that was there. Uh, um, that was there. Uh, um, so um, the, the Flying Fortresses, like especially with the all black, you know, and then we had the white with the navy blue for the um, when they rocked them uh, with the the wizards, uh, because again that was like bullets. The last end of the bullets transitioning to the wizards as well mm-hmm. when we we're um, playing the you know the last time we played the bulls in the in the, in the playoffs, and then you know we had so much hope and and everything. So that that was just that time period of of um, you know um, Weber also going to Fila because he wanted to. Um, uh, have a shoe that was uh, a cheaper price on the market uh, so that more people could get them because he did have the Nike signatures and he just wanted to be a little more uh, conscious of the community um, so that um, people that look like him and and where he came from and other uh, people that came from uh, impoverished neighborhoods could be able to to purchase the shoe. So um, always love when you make conscious decisions. Um, And then that shoe is just, you know, a moment in time, maybe because I grew up here and, rooted for that the uh rooted for him um but that'll always stick out so i would love to see if you know maybe soul material podcast could be a part of uh, uh bringing it back if you know fila if you're listening if you want to uh yeah, do a collab you know we have some experience uh building uh uh some of those designs so we'd love to see the fila flying fortress come back and piggybacking off that tony let's not get it twisted again we were there Fila had, I won't say a problem with, but most of their shoes at that time, Grant Hill, Stackhouse, so forth, they had the big Fila written somewhere on the shoe. Particularly that all black colorway was, why I'm telling you, every hustler in DC had that shoe. All black shoe, of course, DC thing. Mm -hmm. But the Fila and the imaging of the Fila was so slight, but it it was perfectly. It yeah, was and subtle that, branding. that was the only one that, that was subtle. Everything else was just boom, feel out. We're big. Look at us. And I'm telling you, man, between those and when slop socks, drop socks, it was the shoe of DC. So um, if that shoe, we have opportunity to bring that shoe back, make exclusive to DC. Trust me that people young and old is just it had that DC feel to it, that old DC feel to it. So I miss um, that time. And then again, you talked about, man, just what the Bulls were doing at that time and what Rod Strickland was doing. And we had Chaney, we had, we had a bomb squad. And we were like, even Mike was quoting the saying, if this team stays together. <laughs> yeah. That's so, why it was peak hope. Uh, you know, but that's the plight of a DC sports fan. Uh, there you go. Uh, so there, you, there go. you go. So what's next? Man, for me, um, again, I got to mention the Reebok Twilight Pump. You got to bring that Twilight Zone back, man. The Dominiques, um, the original black and orange and original um, white 
yellow and the, I, I'm just, I'm waiting for those to come back. Um, I know it's been over a decade now since the last retro. Yeah. And I think it re- was 2006, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It was before. Yeah. It had to be before 2010. So yeah. Wow. It's been that long, but Reebok has been on a great tear of just bringing stuff back. Even recently the shacks with no, advertised no nothing they just yeah. showed up and i they was like, actually retro a couple pumps uh you know especially the shacks like multiple times now mm-hmm. um in the same time that they have not uh uh done the, the dominiques like you said so yep that's definitely a human highlight film definitely so i'm really looking forward to those and again being old school the high top high top and now with everyone kind of in that kind of bulky type of thing it's maybe the perfect time for those to come back but then the way the game is now who knows what the resale market, I got to go that route sometimes. So mm-hmm. that that's the gift and the curse of asking for these things. So when they come, then either the limited quantities or, um, you know, as you say, the culture vultures and, and it just brings up. So for example, I have yet to even get the last pennies that were retro, the penny ones, because I refuse to pay $200 for them. I mean, I just, I just refuse. So that's a whole nother tangent for another time, but hoping for the Reebok Twilight Zone pump. Bring it back, bring it back. Shock was next on the list. All right, so I'm going to switch to another brand as well. Um, and this time we're going to talk about Converse. Um, in particular, we're going to talk about cons, all right? Ooh. So there's that's a different era if you know about the cons era, all right? Commercials, um, boy. Man. Boy, so it's, you know, you're going to think React Juice. Uh, you might think that I'm talking about Grandmama, which was actually, I've actually told some of those stories about that being uh, the Aero Jams being one of like my first signature shoes that that really like, ooh, you know, uh, that really got me. Um, but I'm actually going to talk about the Cons Atropolis. All right. That is one of my top five shoes of all time. Hmm. All right. So the Atropolis is basically the signature for Latrell Sprewell, a.k.a. the Landlord. All right. So if you remember, there was actually a cons commercial called the landlord, landlord. Uh, um, you know, so whichever city he went into, he was taking, you know, collecting rent uh, um, and own property in every uh, visiting arena. Uh, and that property would be the court. Uh, um, so um, Spreewell was one of my favorite players. Uh, um, you know, I was actually a, uh, besides his home team, uh, Washington Bullets. Um, I really love uh, Golden State. Right. So this, before Curry was was chefing it up um it was run tmc and tim hardaway was was you know utep two-step they you know uh chris mullen uh mitch richmond like the the run and gun don nelson like nobody was doing that at that time and that's why like golden state was like my auxiliary uh, uh, uh team so those are posters on my wall um so the atropolis um that shoe you know, it was a mid top and it was kind of like a Hirachi style because uh, that was around the time. So I remember having the Golden State blue and yellow colorway. And then my my select team was blue and yellow. So I was really styling uh, when I was rocking them on the court and they were just so comfortable. Um, and that was one of those shoes that I got, you know, at like rack room shoes or something like that and i remember you know going shopping with my mom to those type of places and then it was just like i got a pair of tropolises and ewings uh, um uh, at the same time and they, from rack room shoes and, and 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 it was just like oh i can get two you know uh from these stores because they didn't cost as much or whatever but uh it was if and i was young you know i was middle school going in yeah i was middle school at that time um so 
I want to see the converse cons Atropolis um, signature for the for Latrell Sprewell, uh, Golden State Warriors at the time. So that was because he just had so much energy and he would just ugh, just mean mug you or whatever. His jumper wasn't even pretty like that, but he could just fill you up with buckets. Uh, 44 minutes a game. I mean, he led the lead in minutes played for a few years. He, he, yeah. he didn't get tired. I'm like, this didn't get cat- tired. Just high motor. So straight out of Alabama, uh, um, uh, where, where he went to school. So, um, yeah, Sprewell. Um, you know, and this was before the breeds and uh, choking Carlisle and all that other stuff. You know, what I mean, small so, head, defensive, yeah. offensive. Because even when Chris, Chris Weber, you know, got you know his rookie year, you know, that when they went to the playoffs, you know, that was uh, Spree was on that team. So, um, and he was all star uh, as well. Let's not forget that Spree was an all star multiple times for multiple teams. Uh, um, so, yep, Cons Atropolis, bring it back. What's next? We got, I think we, let's do one more. <laughs> All right. Gosh, I got so many I can go and I'm trying my best not to go with Jordan brand. So I won't, cause eventually they're going to retro everything. So I'm just going to go to a personal favorite of mine. Um, one of my first signature shoes and I call it a signature shoe because fat five wore And I was like, I saw Jalen with on. I saw Ray with him on. I was like, I gotta have those. And when I put them on my foot, they were the most comfortable basketball shoe for my foot and for some reason they bring out the twos and all kind of renditions of the twos but for some reason nike has yet to do the black new buck suede whatever you want to call it air maestro one bring it back bring it back bring it back with the strap on the side and Mm -hmm. um it was one of the sleek designs where at least in my neighborhood if you were nike head you either force or flight and force were more bulkier looked more like they were transformer more like strength but if you about slickness and about just overall just being sleek that air maestro one defined what flight was from from that point on with the pippins and and with everything else if you either force a flight and that was the shoe and um that air maestro one man again that was one shoe again because it was black it was suede yeah, couldn't afford the suede newborn clean that time, so you could still throw water on them and they stayed clean. <laughs> the classic <laughs> silhouettes, and yes, they, and they didn't get ashy either. At all, uh, exactly, because they had the re- the good uh, 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 materials on those. Because so you, you throw, throw some water on some, off. yep, yeah, throw some water on some black whatever, throw some water on some black panda dunks or something, and see what happens to those. Uh. <laughs> so the original Air Maestro one, no games, no gimmicks, no collabs. Bring back that original. Fab five colorway, man. And let me get my black Nike socks and live my life. Which yeah. got sharp. All right. So I'm going to bring it home. So I'm actually going to end it kind of where you started because I'm going um, football, turf, uh, um, cross trainer. But we're going. Uh, so I'm going with the swoosh, going with Barry Sanders. But this is the the super zoom, right? Mm. So this was the where it had the strap that went over the top, not the strap over the midfoot. Uh, like, what are those? The, 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 Turf, uh, jets, turf, turf jets, the jets. Um, no, no, not the jet. I'm talking about the super zoom. All right. Um, so it still had the turf shoe, but like the heel was a little more sleek. Um, and they had like the black and white colorway with, and the strap was white with a little gray, and then uh, they had the white and blue like the um uh the lions colorway those were the two main colors they didn't really have too many other auxiliary colors those were the two main ones uh um and those were 
super comfortable all right because i had the black pair um but that shoe was one of the first shoes i remember not only myself doing it but others um uh, witnessing it that that crossed over to the basketball court because mm-hmm. the way it locked down mm-hmm. uh, um and, and and it was like and, and the way that the shoe was um angled um around your ankle that it actually came up a little higher on the ankle behind the ankle on your Achilles, but in a good way. Um, um, and then it was like slanted down. And then the, the way that the strap came across um, and then that four foot zoom on there, uh, you know what I mean? So you didn't even have to have like, like basketball shoes at that time, late nineties, there was a lot of emphasis on that bulk on the heel, you know, for that impact. And I felt like that, because a couple players I did witness uh, in the NBA uh, rocking them um, like that uh, on the court, um, because it, it was like this realization that you just didn't need, like if your air was all in the, the heel or whatever, like that didn't help you, but so much because, uh, of the way that you can move around, um, uh, in that shoe, um, the super zoom, man, I want to see that come back. So again, that was a turf shoe, but, um, the lockdown, uh, and then the, how responsive that zoom was on the forefoot. And, and again, that was a turf shoe. Uh, meant for football, but it definitely translated. Um, similar to how like the Michael Vick ones, uh, um, you know, you actually saw a couple play. I remember, you know, like Mar- Lamar Odom, oh, mm-hmm. he was with the Heat, like he was rocking them uh, strong. Right now, that strap didn't lock you down, whatever, but it was still had very responsive zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 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 the way that the forefoot lock your lock your foot down, it it, it just translated. Um, so again, just um, you know, you started with the bows with the cross trainers. So um, the super zooms, um, again, it wasn't meant to cross over uh, between two two sports, but, you know, you would see Barry and Marshall Falk wearing basketball shoes all the time, uh, sometimes anyway, um, some up-tempos or some Jordans or whatever. So um, I think that that's a, a good shoe to say that it could, uh, you know, cross over either way. So um, definitely want to see super zoom. Um I, I forgot what year it was, uh, uh, but Barry Sanders, Nike, uh, uh, Super Zoom. I think it was ninety one, like, maybe? maybe. No, it was, it was it was probably ninety three. It was probably ninety six, ninety seven, because okay. those came after the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, um, so it's probably ninety seven, uh, um, because the Jets did those um had the four foot strap and it had that little bug eye like the the jason kids was on uh, that little bug eye on the side of it um that shoe um and then it came right after that so it was like that evolution um, and now you say that i'm thinking i've now something just came to my mind i remember the east bay magazine those were in <laughs> and again yes. back in the day i had them join circle <laughs> yeah didn't ever get them but i had the magazine I had them join circle i remember it was my junior year high school i remember, remember joyce being in the east Bay yeah magazine. and we got the nostalgia uh, i meant you know i could we could just keep going or whatever there's there's so many of them like because i just thought of another one from that time that had nothing to do with any of this stuff but um you know uh matter of fact i'll just say it i'll give you you give one more but so that you just to squeeze it in is another change in the uh the brand reebok it was the um the rain man so not the kamikazes one and two for sean camp i love the uh, sean camp but it's actually the rain, rain man, man ones yep. the rain man ones where it had like the little third zip come up and then you uh actually like loop the, the first lace through the zipper and then you you laced it up you know that shoe was so comfortable as well and i'd say that that's one of the top insoles 
like ever to me almost all right because that she was so comfortable and then i wore it again bald and it wore it out but i used to use that insole in my flint 13s and mm. a couple other other shoes and i was like this is one of the greatest like you can't buy that level of cushion and responsiveness in the store um just to take out that insole um as well so i'd say uh reebok rain man uh bring it back uh and then like resell those soles because whatever <laughs> however you molded those those were some of the greatest doctor shows could recreate those or whoever else. Um, so you got one more to, uh, and, and I'll, I'll keep it universal. Final man. shot. Yeah. One final shot for everyone and everyone shouting online about them. The Jordan 17. And again, I was there working at Foot Locker. This, this, the suitcase, the DVD, you know, the, 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 I can the, hear the jazz right now. Yes, man. <laughs> most deaf man with, with, with um, it's, it's just, Everything about the advertising of that shoe with Darius and with Quinn. And it's just, we're at that point now, Jordan Brand, man. Bring back that 17, the college brew. The Bring back black, the suitcase. We like, oh, that, that that's going to cost you. I mean, it's, that was the first $200 go outside of the phone posit. That was the first $200 shoe. And I remember that being a big thing. So who knows how much it's going to be now. But at least bring back the white college blues, man. And um, looking forward to the Jordan 17 coming yeah. back. I literally never got rid of them. I, I don't have the shoes anymore, but I still have the red suitcase. I never, mm. I'm never going to get rid of it. <laughs> never going to get rid of um, Yeah, Remember, And the red ones went on sale. Remember, the only things that only ones that kind of didn't go on sale were the original ones, but the all black ones, the red ones, the lightnings, all of those literally went on clearance. So you probably got them for probably knowing you shot probably $79 to $89. So probably a little cheaper than that. I got the red ones cheaper, um, but I remember I did pay full price for the black uh and great ones i remember getting from foot foot action uh, mm-hmm. uh when i was in when i was in college but then went back and got the the red ones uh on, on the low and then ended up like balling in the black jumps so uh but the red ones always kept them for special occasions or whatever uh, uh you know what i'm saying and then it was just that that um there, there's actually been many shoes that have been in that that suitcase uh, over time, a lot of my favorite doubles will end up in there. Some true blue threes or some Carmine sixes. When I used to have doubles, that's where they would live inside of that suitcase. So um, there, that suitcase empty right now. So now think about uh, hopefully one of these things will come back uh, and or those will come back and we'll uh, get to fill them up. So yeah, Wally, uh, that suitcase is, is almost 20 years old now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's still kicking. Yes. So there you go. There's uh, more uh, storytelling uh, from the Soul Material crew. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to uh, just manifest uh, some uh, some of our top sneakers uh, on the most wanted list um, that we want to see uh, popping back up on the shelves uh, um, in the near f- uh, uh, future. Or if we can help bring it back, uh, let's talk to us. Uh, let's do it. Uh, let's collab. So there you go. Soul Material, another episode in the books. Podcast you cheer for, signing off the OGEO. All right, T. Mark the Street Shark, clarity over popularity. See you next time.